0: Mansfield Town lose 2-1 at Cheltenham after extra time, a long throw, the undoing of the Stags in the end. Some would argue that the goal scorer for Cheltenham shouldn't have even been on the pitch at the time. I'm sure we're all looking forward to Cam's run on that one as the show goes on. But the fact remains that Mansfield Town now only have Sky Bet League 2 to concentrate on following today's defeat against fellow league two side cheltenham this is the cool down post-match reaction show cheltenham 2 mansfield town 1 after extra time get involved in the comments now and have your say on your team as the stags lose their first game in 2021 and their winning run comes to an end fortunately though it was in the fa cup the stags back in league action on wednesday night away at oldham So the FA Cup dream for another season is over. A brief glimpse of Aidan Stone warming up on the touchline was all Cheltenham needed to step it up a gear and score from a long throw. Don't worry about it. It's over. We'll reflect on it and we'll go again. Only the league to focus on now. A 2-1 defeat after extra time. As always, get your comments in and have your say on your team. Personally, for me, I'm not too disheartened by defeat there, to be honest. We were missing two key players in James Perch and Ollie Clark, and I'm sure we'll touch upon that as the show goes on. For me, it really, really showed. Overriding emotions, I'm going to come to Nathan Edge first, because I feel if I go to Cam Felton, it's just going to come out with expletive after expletive and go on a big run. I can't wait for that. Uh, first, though, the voice of reason, Mr Nathan Edge. Get your comments in below.
1: I mean, for me, I'm I'm a bit with you, Craig. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the best team won tonight. Yeah. Uh, today, I should say. Um, you know, we, we wasn't great, let's be honest. Apart from the first three minutes, then we had a spell in the first half of extra time where we'd uh, we, we shown a little bit of a attack about us. But aside from that, we didn't do enough. Uh, credit to Cheltenham. They do what they do best. They've got Ben Tossa. Sorry, Tozer. Um, <laughs> I would to, love to uh, sign him, to be fair. T- to toss the ball into the... I don't know if I would. Because at times I was thinking, all right, it's effective for them, but I'm a bit bored. And I-, I don't know if it's because it's obviously against us.
0: Me, but... I mean, I don't want to cut you off in mid-flow, but we had extra Scahegan for two seasons. I know, I know. We were- I was that was our game that.
2: plan.
1: And, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that, but I got very bored. Um, <laughs> probably because, like you say, it was against us, I guess. But, yeah. um, you know, they, they had they, they have their way of playing. They used it to their, you know, they used it to full advantage and they eventually end up getting the win from it. But aside from that, I mean, if Alfie may had his shooting boots on today, I know he got one, but he probably should have got three or four today, certainly in that first half. So we rode our luck, even though we did defend pretty well for the majority of the game, but we still rode our luck at times. He missed a few sitters, so I can't complain. I'm, I'm disappointed, obviously. Obviously, it would have been nice to go through, but nice to get more money in the in the pot. Uh, certainly, as pre, pre-match, Clough did say that if we got through, it would have been more money to play over the transfer window, so that yeah. would have been, uh, in well, maybe not an incentive for the players, because obviously that might mean some of them are off, on the way, but for, for, at least for him, you know, as, as for the club, it would have been a good, good result for us, but it's not the end of the world. We wasn't going to win it. Um, so let's just get back to focusing on the uh, onto the league and that's really what matters
0: yeah I don't think we're going to win it from the 30th minute onwards to be honest we look really really tired and we're second best all over the park and well done uh, to Cheltenham uh, for, for exploiting that I'll come to some of your comments then we'll go to uh, a grade A rant from Cam Felton uh, quite looking forward to that uh, Kevin's kicked us off this afternoon says second best all game didn't deserve to go through Jamie don't be too hot, down hearted, lads you were playing against 12 men uh, Stephen big hole in me Midfield without Ollie Clark. Bex, glad it's over. Uh, no energy, no high pressing. And read well, less said about him, the better. Uh, Jamie says, just shows the lack of depth we have got in our squad. Absolutely. The one thing I said to my dad at the full-time whistle was... Missing the two key components in James Perch and Ollie Clark really shows how little we have outside of that initial uh, 11. I'm sure we'll touch upon that a little bit more uh, in a while. Uh, Steve says, no shame in that result. Love the FA Cup, but not to be. Worse things have happened. Uh, Paul, we need new faces in uh, ASAP. We need to offload Reed. He's out of his depth. Uh, Jay says, bad performance. However, I can't believe I'm saying this. Rawson, again, was very, very good. Uh, Gary, best team won. We were bullied and had no answers. League 2 it is then. Uh, Michael says, definitely missed Clark in midfield, box-to-box ball carrier. Front 2 certainly missed him. Shows what players we need to sign this transfer window. Um, Gary says, good workout for Wednesday. That's the only disappointing uh, bit for me, Cam, very briefly, is the fact that we've we've, we've had to play an extra half an hour, and other than maybe two players, um, they've played 120 minutes worth of football. We've got to go again at a very tough place with... Unless we make any additions before Wednesday night, pretty much the same squad, considering the you know those who are missing out through COVID and injury.
2: Yeah, it is. It is frustrating, but I suppose it was also a bit of hesitance to make substitutions, and I think because of that. Well, yeah, um, it's just annoying because it, it, we did go the whole, full one hundred and twenty, and we would never. After scoring, we had a couple of chances, but we never looked particularly in the game, and 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 it, just, it was just frustrating all afternoon. Honestly. You
1: know, what I wanted at, at ninety minutes. I really hoped that extra time. I don't think it's been a thing for a long time, but I wanted golden goal oh, simply because, yeah,
2: no, because it, it'd, it'd just be all out defend constantly.
1: But I know, but I felt if we scored, we probably wasn't going to hold on to it unless it was right at the end. And if they scored, at least we could just get back on the bus and get home because I just it was one of those games where I just didn't it just wasn't coming it just no. wasn't coming for us it was only going to be for them I just thought i just want it to
0: end now you know, since we it, scored it I, I never thought i'd say this but since we scored the opening goal they were on to only one team going to win that game and that was them
1: yeah um, yeah and that's
0: why i want a golden goal i was like just get it over and done
1: with and let's get home it, it's it yeah you know, <laughs> it's the fa cup you know, you're going to go out at some point every year we're never going to win it yeah um so you know it's clearly we're not ticking today like, we said, like you said earlier, I think we missed those two key players. Uh, certainly, Clark from midfield. Anyway. Yeah, we, we just We were so poor there. Simon said it at half-time as well in our group chat. Uh, we were we, we never won that battle there. And it, with the players we had on the bench, we didn't have the, the people to change it. So, I, I just want it. I want a golden goal and I just want it to be over with. And I don't like to say that because uh, it's
0: always good having football, isn't it? But today... <laughs> I was done with it. Absolutely. There's always one day. Uh, Wayne says, very poor today. Cheltenham, the best side 100%. I tip Reed to score today. I must be bonkers. He's not for me. Striker has got to be the first signing now because Reed's had enough chances and done nothing. Jodie says, disappointing performance and disappointing result there. Number 10, May, was a real Terry. I mean, if Nigel Clough's looking to sign anybody... Um, that type of player, maybe even him, would uh, would certainly do for me. I saw him very cheekily having a little chat with him at half time though, as well. So maybe he's tapping him up. Who knows? Maybe that's just me dreaming. Uh, Roger, a big miss with Clark missing. Stag's got um, dominated most of the game. No complaints, really. Not the end of the world. Uh, Victor gets some new faces uh, start now. Um, Roger says that long throw is a great weapon for them We didn't pass the ball good enough and lost it too much Yeah, their uh, equalising goal as well Came from an error in, my, in our midfield Harry Charles are losing the ball uh, Slipping, allowing a turnover and play And they uh, certainly took that uh, took that chance uh, Glynn, a bit upset, but they played well Come on you, Stagl absolutely played well again Ryan, poor today, let's move on to Wednesday night um, Yes, absolutely Now, we're sitting here disappointed Um you know, we were sort of having a little bit of banter before we come on air, like we usually do as we get things ready, and Cam launched into a rant. I stopped him, put him on mute, um, and said, save it for the show. Cam Felton, this is your moment.
2: Oh, great. Uh, yeah, just, uh, in the second half, when Reed gets elbowed in the face, I'm, I'm it's, it's frustrating because those decisions... A, firstly, why is it not a free kick? Right in front of the linesman. And... Um, Secondly, why is it not being stopped? Because he was down on the floor with a head injury. Where's where's the consistency? And three, it's in the FA Cup. You can use uh, technology in some grounds, but you can't in other. So it's frustrating because if that's happened at Premier League grand it's a red because it's an elbow. It's frustrating though because if the FA or, or the Premier League or whoever or Sky can set up goal-line technology, which involves a lot more equipment than VAR does, why can't it be used at every ground? And it, it multiple games over the weekend where it's lower league opposition, lower league teams, The something like that could be used. To ha- but Premier League teams have that advantage. How? I, don't, I It should either be used to everyone or it shouldn't be used at all. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, if it's... <sighs> Like but it changes the game, though, that, no, that, then, because that no, it does because same player then goes goes the to
0: score. Goal. Yeah, I agree with that, and I think the thing is, if you're going to bring that rule in, you know, where it can be used, it shouldn't be a half-hearted one where it can be picked and choosed. It's got to be across the board. It's got to be for all ties, and surely round three is the the place to bring it in. You know, just because it's Mansfield versus Cheltenham, which is an all League Two tie, doesn't mean that it it can't. Um, you know. Can't be used. If, for example, I'm sure there'll be VAR in this evening's kick-off between Marine and Tottenham.
2: Now, if, if uh, no, only Premier League, only, only games at Premier League grounds. At, at Premier League grounds. Well, that's that's completely worse. that's
0: completely wrong in itself, isn't it, Nath? Because automatically you're giving a home, you're giving advantage to Premier League teams who are who are drawn at home. Surely it's got to be fair across the board.
1: I think he's. You mean decisions have been made to benefit benefit premier league shocking isn't it shocking doesn't happen anywhere but no it it should if you're going to bring the rule you either don't have it all or you do yeah and for everyone and and, and i understand maybe you know bringing it in it in the first round might be tough because obviously you've still got a lot of first of all a lot of fixtures so to you know the logistics of getting all the camera to to all the grounds and obviously you've got lower Um, league clubs in there i mean it's not going to be easy to setting up at likes of Chesterfield. You know, those low... Yeah, you know, those nondescript teams, teams yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be very easy, but... Round three well, onwards. Round three, that's got to be a reasonable um, objective to actually be able well, to it, get that it's, out at all the seasons. It's
0: like the whole substitution rule, isn't it? You know, you were allowed to have nine substitutions on your bench there, which has been brought in at round three, which coincident coincidentally <laughs> is the level which Premier League teams come in.
1: Mm, exactly. So, so, and and then who's that going to benefit the most? Like... You know, Cheltenham could only name eight today. We could only, uh, we could only name always, five. We could only name five. I imagine if we look across the leagues um, and see what other clubs have been doing, especially when you start to get into our level, uh, you're either going have to have teams on there that aren't full, ben- benches that aren't full, or you're going to have benches that are full of, of youngsters, which you, know, you can argue a little bit good to get youngsters on there, but how are they going to be used? Whereas you look at the Premier League, they're going to have absolute strength and depth throughout that whole bench that they can bring on... A, 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 you know, at free will. So it's again, that's another rule that you. That's it's just coincidence. It's not coincidence that it? it's been brought in at round three. All of a sudden, when Premier League clubs are in. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, I, I agree with Cam. You know, it's uh, I, I can't comment on the incident as such because obviously I've not been able to see it, um, and not much was said on the the commentary about it. Because I think I was listening to I follow and they they didn't get a replay of it, so they didn't see that incident. But. Um, over the whole game, I think the referee were poor. Not just for us, actually. So there was times when their manager was getting on their on the referee's back as well. I think just a lot of niggly fouls, and a lot of the times they just got it the wrong way. It's like they were just guessing, so and hoping they get some right and some right. Well, hoping they get some right, basically.
0: Let's delve into our performance a little bit, because this is going far I'll too in apt. the direction of uh, the two, the direction of us. Agreeing with Cam, it's a very, very It's a feeling I don't like. I,
2: I believe you've already agreed with me. To be fair, ah, yeah, but it's
0: a feeling I don't like much. Uh, let's let's delve into the the depths of the game. Obviously, took uh, an early need, uh, an early uh, an early lead, Cam through through yeah through uh, Stephen McLaughlin. Uh, obviously, he came into the side today, one of two changes. And um, good goal from him. Jordan Bowery again, very um, very involved in that good strike from him. But what we lacked, we just we lacked that buffer in terms of shutting it out a little bit and pressing high and and really putting teams under the cosh. We've done really, really well in recent weeks of scoring a goal early doors and putting teams under pressure. When we get that goal cushion, it almost seemed like we felt it was job done for five, ten minutes. We allowed them back into the game and from about 25, 30 minutes, there were only one team going to win that, regardless of us being one goal up.
2: Yeah, they just had the extra incentive, didn't they? They had to chase the game and we could effectively sit back and we did and we, we invited pressure on and, and it paid in the end and, and to be fair their first goal very well taken great finish second goal poor defending it's just frustrating because we had so many chances as well Jamie Reid um, probably should have scored that was a great save from their keeper oh, if Rawson had kept the ball in great finish from Sweeney story. yeah if he'd have kept this if, if Faz had kept the ball in that would have been great um, uh, it was it was just a couple of chances where we could have we could have got in, and the and the final ball was poor, or someone slipped and it. I know it's it, because we were we were trying, but our legs were absolutely dead. But we just didn't didn't have that extra extra oomph, and I thought maybe we could have had it in the FA Cup. It's the third round. You'd have thought oh. Players might have pulled out an extra 10%, extra 20%. But we just looked so flat when when we didn't have the ball. We just looked flat. We, yeah. we were just quite content watching them knock the ball around. And the fact that the, their keeper, we knew that he was a bit questionable. Why wasn't we putting him under pressure? Because one of his clearances in the second half or extra time or whatever went straight to Harry Charlesley in the midfield, just completely scuffed against the floor. Why weren't we pressurising that the ball weren't up there enough (laughs) true (laughs) i I know it wasn't but whenever they were playing it across the back we were quite content just sitting back and 11 men behind the ball we weren't pressing or anything and it was a much changed mansfield side because we've seen over the last couple of games that the intensity that we've played at and today we've just turned up and it's like we've had a completely different game plan the thing is for me it's easy
1: to play with intensity. If you get if you keep the ball yourself you know if you're giving the op- opposition the ball all the time you've got to work twice as hard because you're chasing the ball um across the pitch it's you, you, when you're not you're not in control of the game and that, that's for me where we failed today was after that after we got that goal um yes we sat back certainly but when we did get the ball all it was just a hoof up field and, and hope that we was going to get on the end of it there was no there was it was that midfield. There was nobody there like Oli Clark, for example, and I, and I think with the with with missing Oli Clark, that also affected George Maris and Harry Charlesley in yeah. there as well. You know those other players in there. So that one key ingredient completely affects that whole midfield, and we just didn't keep the ball. So every time we got got it clear, it was just coming back. They you know Cheltenham got back on the ball. They were, you know, they, they were they were quick to get on the ball as well, so we have got to give them credit. But as soon as they did, it, they was right back in our, in you know, in, in deep in our half. It was we was basically boxed in for for the majority of the game. So that's an issue. Obviously, Cam mentioned about our few missed chances, but again, think of the amount that Cheltenham missed. They they hit the bar. They had two cleared off the line in the first half. Um, uh, Alfie made. As, as good as he was he also did miss a few chances as well so they would be looking at it and thinking if we put a few of them away that game would have been dead and buried much earlier on so yeah. I, there's, there's so many things I, I don't think you know I, we were just poor for me all over the pitch when it especially in you know offensively anyway.
0: Yeah, uh one very brief shout out to Maric who made a tremendous save with his legs uh deep deep into uh, extra time at 2-1. They were clean through on goal. We were pushing forward, we, you know, another couple of minutes or so. We may well have uh, you know, pushed on a little bit more and, and, and scored uh, scored that equaliser. But uh, credit to him. Uh, let's talk about those two changes before I come to some more of your comments. I can see a couple more coming in, so I'll come to them in a second. And um, obviously, Corey O'Keefe in for James Perch today. Stephen McLaughlin, the goal scorer in for Ollie Clark. Um, I think O'Keefe played quite well. Cam, he had a little spell at left back as well when James Clark came on in in extra time. Um, did did quite well and, and did himself no harm. But easily the 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 thing for me was was the midfield and missing ollie, missing ollie Clark your view on uh, on both uh, O'Keefe and uh, the the absence of Clark today
2: I think Keith was very, O'Keefe was very unlucky today I thought he had a decent game and I think if the referee had been a little bit more competent then uh, it might have been all right I don't quite understand what he was booked for apparently kicking the ball away but it seemed that the ball went straight back to there. To to the player that was taking the throw-in, I don't quite understand that one. And there might have just been the trick of the camera, but from the ball going out to them taking it for O'Keefe to be booked, there wasn't much time, and the ball went straight back to him. I don't understand I don't understand that, and it, it it just made he was a bit more hesitant going into tackles, and I think it, it took a bit of an edge out of his game, and it is disappointing because we can we know what he does in pushing up forward and and making strong challenges. Um, and I think that's also letting down the midfield because they've not got the support up the wings that they usually have, uh, which is frustrating because usually you'd have Mal going up one side, Kellen up the other, and, and they'd play it out wide and they'd get it into the box. And how many goals have we seen this season getting it out wide and getting a, a, a ball whipped in, um, score twice, against Scunthorpe doing that exact same thing getting the ball out wide getting it in and we just didn't didn't (sighs) We just lack that quality today and we just never seem to have it.
0: Yeah, we're very poor in some areas today. Uh, Let's go to some more of your comments. Ian says, Best team won boss the game from the fifth minute to the last. Charles Lee needs drop in, as does Reid. Ref was dodgy as well. They did a foul throw near the end, yet was allowed to take it again. Uh, May looked a class act as well, kind of player which we need. Keith says, We need to now concentrate on survival. Uh, May was a class act. The chat uh, Nigel Clough had with May uh, maybe take care and stay safe guys come on you stag from a wet thirso. so uh, take care yourself uh, roger says terrible goalkeeping blunder by their keeper Stags nearly got away with it but the mistake by charlesley made us pay for their equalizer a lot of hoofing out of defense uh, instead of holding on to it uh, more yeah i think a lot of that comes from the absence of ollie clark so you can really see the work uh, he does jamie says they look fresh and we didn't like i said before we haven't got depth in the squad yeah they hadn't played uh, i believe for 12 days before today's game and that showed in periods uh, as well. Uh, Danny says, should Steck have done better for the second goal? They had a carbon copy just after and he came for it and cleared it. I'd like to see it again, but I think for me, uh, on reflection in my mind as I'm thinking about it, um, the defenders should have dealt with that a little bit better. It's one of those things though, isn't it? How many times in, in previous seasons especially in the conference days when we used the the long throw as the weapon, which has been Cheltenham's game plan ever since they signed Ben Tozza, and it was Northampton's game plan when he was there for them as well. I believe he was there before. Um, You know, any team that's got a long throw will always play for that. And when you've got so many constantly coming in the box, one of them is bound to drop. We just needed to be a little bit sharper. And I think at that time as well, not making excuses, but our legs were very, very heavy. And to be honest, I think it was only a matter of time, probably from minute 70 onwards that one of those uh, was going to pay off. Um, Jody says it was a frustrating game to watch, I think I might get noise complaints from my neighbours yelling at our lads, wondering what sort of football they were playing with all the space, why did passes and clearances tend to fall at the feet of their players, uh, Ian says no blame on stake for me for their second, was a bullet header and went past him before he could, react. yeah I would be inclined to agree with that, um, focus now though Nathan has to move to Sky Bet League 2 action winner out of all competitions, Um, which, for me, I think we can describe as a positive thing. One goal, one focus, and it's now just to kick on and keep building that buffer and and stretching that buffer between ourselves um, in, uh, where are we, 16th place following results yesterday and 23rd in Grimsby. Currently a six-point buffer. Obviously, we go to Oldham on Wednesday. They're a place above us in 15th. We have to bounce back. The tricky part is going to be how much strength we've actually got in the depth of that squad, and whether we can bring key players in? Because today against a League Two side, a fellow League Two side, certain areas we were very, very lackluster in, especially in that midfield. And if James Purchase, if it's only um, a cold, and he you know tests negative for COVID, I'm sure he will be COVID tested following his, his news of picking up an illness today. If he comes back, uh, he if he comes back okay and can come back in. If Holly Clark's knees or knee is not right, he'll have to go and sit in there because we really need some experience to pull those strings.
1: Yeah, I mean the, the positive news is I'm guessing you probably didn't hear us on the FA uh, no, you know channel. Um, the the pre pre match, Nigel Cliff did say that Clark has had a scan on his knee and it's clear, so that's, he will be back in contention for Wednesday. That's, so that's a huge relief. Massive positive bit of news, absolutely. And then I would say if we can also you know if we do get perch back, that's an that's an even bigger boost. So uh but for me that that is huge. Uh, the fact that we'll have Clark backing so we've already said how much we missed him uh, this afternoon. So that's good. Um yeah but, but as as far as moving on back, you know, putting the focus back on the league, I mean it's inevitable we're gonna be out of all competitions at some point. Yeah. Uh you know, obviously we've already said it'd be nice to have a fourth round tie, but we haven't. So you know it's back back to the league. And basically I think the players and you have to just draw a line under this one and just say, yeah, know, that's, that's done now that, that, you know, let's not dwell on it. Cause we, we don't want to take the negatives out of it, even though, you know, we didn't, we weren't at our best today because obviously we don't want all that good work and all that positive and momentum that was built to, to dissipate just down to this one game. You know, it's uh, it's, it's, it's one game. It's a one off. It's a cup match. We're out. Just forget it. You know, forget all of that. And uh, and more focus on everything that we were doing well before this game, and take that into um, you know into Oldham, because Oldham, it's a winnable game, you know even even though we're away away from home, which is well for most of the season we've been better there anyway. Uh, it's an un- winnable game and it's a perfect opportunity for us to bounce back. So we need to continue and try and keep that momentum going in the league. Yes,
0: yeah, certainly. So I think the thing is, Cam as well, like Nathan said, very winnable game. There's Barely a lot to uh, to separate. Either of the two sides going in into that one. Um, for me, I think it's just a, a case of Nigel Clough getting them back on the training ground and, and just working on the players a little bit of closing that midfield down. And uh, I think for me, though, I think I know we've been saying it for the past two or three weeks, maybe not the last couple of games because of the, the results. But again, once he came off the bench today, Andy Cook really gave us a different dimension in that in that front line you know, won a lot of balls, got us moving again, was a bit more physical in there, gave the defenders something to think about. For me, he's one of the first names on the team sheet on Wednesday night.
2: Yeah, I don't really see how he can keep giving Reed chance after chance after chance. And yes, he took it against against Cambridge, but he's not really offered much since. And I'd, I'd keep him, I would. Because he's a young lad and he's still got a lot to learn, but I just think that maybe sending him out on loan might be the best thing. And I, yeah, on our sh- on our predictions, we all we all said loan. I've I got didn't. More, I've got more written that. I've. <laughs> I've got them written down anyway. So You're not so got, them got written,
0: written down, writing. right? Then, because Nathan says he didn't.
2: Yeah, no, no I'm pretty certain I didn't. I,
1: I, my point. I remember saying I don't see the point of him going on loan. Certainly to. Say, say confidence which is what we were discussing at the time because he's, he's already done it there and we got him from there as goal scoring and confidence so I I just don't see the, I'd rather have him on the bench and he can then be a different option later on in the games where hopefully he can come on and, and try and build his confidence that way personally but it's, we need, I think what is clear, we need to strengthen in that area regardless.
0: Yeah, get, Alf, get Alfie May's agent on the phone, let's get him away from Cheltenham, I mean, nobody wants to be in a team there, do they? Nobody. Johnny Rock Stadium, you don't want to play there, do you? One course stadium, that's that's where it's at. Yeah, you don't wanna just be just you know, playing off of Ben Toss- to- to- Tozer. To Tosa, sorry, um Don't you know, be feeding off his throw long throws. throws. You don't want to be feeding off his long throws all your life. Uh, Clive says, we really miss the uh, steady influence of Clark and Perch against depressing Cheltenham, who had their best player on the park uh, running the show. Uh, Paul says, who was the commentator? No idea. Someone for TV. I have to say on TV, It was good. Uh, it, it it was good. It might, I know a few people had a few issues. I had issues, especially first off, with a lot of buffering. And also my internet, because it was buffering, my internet, I tried to compensate and then cut out, so I had to reset my internet and missed a good five minutes of the game. Once at the second half, I switched to Google Chrome, put uh, an ethernet cable in, it was clear as anything, didn't buffer once, it was brilliant. Several camera angles, uh, really, really good graphics, stats and things like that. All for free. I follow. Take note. Uh, but if you can just not buffer again, that'd be great. Although we won't get that again this season. Not really bothered that much. But the commentator in answer to your question, Paul, no idea it'd be somebody from the media company who would provide in the feed uh, for the FATV. Anyway,
2: uh, fantastic. Best without all season.
0: Yeah, bar for the buffering. Um bar for the buffering. Uh, Ian says, did anyone see their player throw the ball out of play towards the end at the ref? Let him take it again. Surely that's a foul throw and not thrown yet. Uh, mentioned that earlier on. Um, Paul says, questionable, also...
1: Questionable y- referee. Yeah. yeah a silly rule that as well. If, Absolutely. If you, if you don't throw it in right, then you lose the chance <laughs>
0: to take it throwing, surely. Correct. Uh, Paul says, also it was nice to hear Clough in the second half have a go at the ref. Even the so-called commentator mentioned it. Uh, Glynn says, let's hope for news of signings and the return of Clark and Perch. Look forward to Wednesday, but please no readers, we need to start with 11 players. Uh, Clive, I thought Rawson was man of the match today, although O'Keefe and Sweeney performed well. The better team won. Let's move on. League 2 is more important. Uh, Stags had a very good spell at the beginning of, the, of extra time, says Roger. And uh, Jody says, I agree that O'Keefe played well. He was my man of the match. Get your notebook out, Cam. Um, it's time to... Get your votes in for Man of the Match as well. Remember, um, in terms of votes, Cam, it's uh, the names which uh, I read out. So get your notebook out. Nathan and Cam, start thinking of yours. I'm not going to look at FA Cup results um, because we're out of the competition, so I'm not fussed about that at all. But there were games in Skybet League 2 yesterday, which affected Mansfield's league position. They dropped uh, by one place. So with that, let's have a little look at the uh, scores in Skybet League 2 yesterday and how that's affected Mansfield's league position. Fixtures on Tuesday and Wednesday night, of course, as well, because now the stags are out of the FA Cup. The focus is entirely on Skybet League 2. So there were three games in Skybet League 2 yesterday, all of which uh, did affect Mansfield in some way, shape or form. Full-time scores were as follows. It finished Cambridge United 2, Harrogate Town 1, Port Vale 3, Grimsby 0 and South End 1, Barrow 0. Of course, that Port Vale result for them saw the Stags um, drop slightly by, by a place. Uh, now in 16th uh, place on 26 points, having played 22 games. There are teams around us with one, maybe two games in hand as well. Bolton have a game in hand. In fact, every team around us, Bolton, Harrogate, Bradford and Scunthorpe, all have a game in hand on us. Um, the only team on level games is Barrow in tw- 21st with 22 games. Stevenage have two games in hand on us in 22nd whilst we have a crucial game in hand over Grimsby who are of course second bottom on 20 points, 6 points between us and them. Tuesday night of course, uh, there are three games taking place. Exeter against Bolton, Harrogate against Carlisle and Scunthorpe against Salford. And then on Wednesday, It's ourselves against Oldham, 15th versus 16th in that one. Get your votes coming in for Mansfield Matters Man of the Match uh, today. Get them coming in the comments now and we'll see who uh, you think was your man of the match today. The Stags could, of course, drop down places in midweek. Scunthorpe at home to Salford. Scunthorpe three points behind us in 20th. Salford, though, will be looking to bounce back from that defeat to ourselves. They're eighth at the moment, so interesting one in that one on Tuesday night. A game which will balance itself out with our midweek fixture at Oldham on Wednesday. Extra against Bolton to look out for as well. Bolton, of course, on level points, although they've got a worse goal difference on minus eight. And then Harrogate against Carlisle as well. Harrogate, of course, also below us in 18th place. Make sure you join us on Wednesday night with pre-match build-up and post-match reaction, of course, as we continue to follow Mansfield's journey now, focusing on League Two after that FA Cup exit today at Cheltenham. Get your votes in now for Man of the Match. then nathan edge how many people are you putting forward for your man of the match vote today i'm really struggling (laughs) um
1: probably two but i I keep i've got two players in my head and i keep finding reasons not to give it them so that's how difficult it is today but i'm I'm gonna say two cam what
0: about you uh
2: one personally
0: i think i can stretch it to three it might be a bit questionable go on then nathan you start us off um my my two are jordan barry for one although
1: you know again i keep saying there's, there's reasons to not give them to the two basically but i felt like when he did get the ball he was strong with it again you know a couple of occasions where he did have some powerful runs there was one in the second half where i thought we was gonna uh he was gonna break through to be fair but um and he obviously played a big part in the first goal which was which was great but he did go. He wasn't involved for the majority of the, well, for a lot of the game, I should say. So, um, and then the other one is is Corey O'Keefe, who I thought came in, did did okay, did 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 well, but some of the simple things he needed to do, some of the simple passing wasn't quite great. So, I don't really know who to go with.
0: Uh, have a mull over as we give our reasons as well. Cam, go on then. Cheer your 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 one.
2: Uh, someone that's had a lot of criticism from a lot of fans. Uh, Farron Rawson for me today. Okay. And whilst we did concede from a set, from a, a a long throw, I don't think he could have done much about it because there were that many bodies in there that it was just impossible to deal with. Uh, it was just by chance that their their man got to it first. It was just nothing they could do. But defensively, quite solid. I think the, it, there was a couple of, I think it was a second period of extra time. He was ca- um, carrying the ball forward. Getting forward a little bit more, it yep. just seemed solid. I don't, I can't pick anyone out that's done anything amazing. I think McLaughlin did well with his with his finish, and he came in and and did a, had a decent game. Uh, O'Keefe the same came in had a decent game, but uh, just sheer effort effort for the course today, and just being solid at the back. I think he's got to go to Rawson for so me.
0: So one vote for Farron Rawson. Nathan, have you mauled over yours yet? Who are you gonna? Give yours to Yeah,
1: I think I'm going to be alone on this one, but I'm just I'm going to go for Jordan Barry.
0: Okay, so uh, my, I said I could stretch it to three. Mine were Ryan Sweeney, uh, Corey O'Keefe, and then probably controversially because he came on as a sub, Andy Cook. Sweeney for me today. Obviously, we missed the captain in um, uh, in Ollie Clark. Sweeney, obviously, the vice captain. Uh, led the, the back line very, very well indeed. Uh, was very strong in the air, very strong uh, in the tackle as well. I thought he put his body on the line quite a few times. Got us got us going forward a little bit when we when we needed it. Um, Marshaled the defence very, very well. Led us very well. Scored a cracking goal as well, which unfortunately um, was ruled out because Rawson had uh, not kept the ball in play. O'Keefe came into the side. Obviously, James Perch out today. Kel Gordon still out as well. Um, Like Nathan said, I thought he played very, very well indeed. um, But uh, obviously went across to the left-hand side as well a little bit. uh, uh, Showed what he could do. But I think, like Nathan sort of hinted at his uh, inexperience perhaps, his lack of game time showed a little bit at times during the game. And then obviously Andy Cook really gave us a different dimension going forward when he came on. Like I said earlier in the show, got to be a contender to start for me on Wednesday night at Oldham. Um, I'm going to, however, Cam, give it to uh, Ryan Sweeney. So, uh, that's uh, the vote so far. So, what are we on so far? One for Ryan Sweeney, one for Farron Rawson, and one for, uh, John, John one, Barry. One for Jordan Barry. Right. The official votes are in, Cam. Listen hard and listen good, boy. Let's, let's get right. ready. Don't mess this up. So, here we go. Uh, Ian says, Rawson, my man of the match. Absolute man mountain. Uh, Jamie, Rawson. Uh, Ryan, Sweeney. Uh, Roger, Sweeney, uh, Wayne, uh, Rawson, Jack says Rawson, Glynn says Sweeney, uh, Jody says O'Keefe man of the match, Cathy um, says man of the match, Sweeney, Richard, man of the match, Sweeney, uh, Glynn, Rawson, man of the match. Uh, and uh, Clive says Faz Faz Faz. So another one for Rawson. Uh, final vote, uh, Paul uh, Sweeney for me. Uh, Cheltenham the better team, and you can see why they are doing well. But hopefully, in due course, we will learn to beat direct teams by outplaying them. Not my cup of tea, but you accept it as a fan um, when it works in your favour. Good luck Cheltenham, but the Stags deserve to take its penalties. But unlucky overall, despite not doing much in the final. Uh, in the final third so yeah that's the final vote for ryan sweeney there uh, cam i'm going to give you the usual minute and nine seconds to uh, uh, to count them up we've been trying this for the last couple of shows you've got it <laughs> wrong every single show so far no pressure to get it right here we go cam's going to count the votes the stags out of the round the fa cup in the fa cup third round Somebody has to be crowned a man of the match, mainly because it's part of the show now. Will it be Ryan Sweeney, the captain today? Will it be Farron Rawson, the man we've been on the back of in recent weeks? Will it be Jordan Bowery, outside chance of that one? Will it be Andy Cook? Or will it be a surprise candidate? Probably not, because really there's only a couple of contenders for this one. Who will it be? We are going to find out very, very shortly indeed. But the most important question is, will Cam Balls up his big moment again, probably. Cheltenham 2, Mansfield 1, after extra time. Someone has to take home the Mansfield Matters prestigious Man of the Match award. Sweeney, Rawson, Bowery, Cook, O'Keefe. We're going to find out in 5, 4, 3, 2,
2: 1. Well, just like today's game, it's gone to extra time. It's a draw.
0: It's a draw. Well oh done, it's
2: finally got it right. I'm ish,
0: buzzing. ish. Five. Farron it's Rawson it's best has one yet.
2: seven. Ryan Sweeney has seven. Yes. Sorry Clive, Clive's
0: arguing that he voted thrice for, for Rawson, but no, it, it counted <laughs> as one. So the, the official results are it's a draw between?
2: Uh, Farron Rawson has seven. Ryan Sweeney has seven. Well, I, I can't really split between them two. No, I think I think that's a fair I, I, reflection. I think a joint to be awards. fair, yeah, I'd say joint.
0: Yeah, joint awards indeed. We'll go with that. Boys, thank you very much as always for your contribution. That is it from us today. The Sags out of the FA Cup uh, away at Cheltenham, fellow League Two side, which means they can only focus on Sky Bet League Two. Of course, uh, some big games coming up over the next week. Will we see some new faces? The Stags will probably move their league position before they play next. With uh, Bolton, Harrogate, and Scunthorpe all in uh, all in action before the Stags next play. They're in action on Tuesday the 12th. We're in action on Wednesday the 13th. Join us, 7:45 kickoff in that one as well, according to uh, my website. Will that get brought forward? I we know we'll wait and see. Make sure you join us though on Wednesday night for warm up and much much more in between as we now focus on League 2 for the remainder of the season. New faces? Maybe. But will it be the same old feeling for Mansfield Town? Will it be a fourth win in the league on the spin? We'll find out. As 15th plays 16th and the Mansfield journey continues. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. See you on Wednesday. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.